What's going on, everybody? This is Robert Frank. You're listening to episode 56 of the Glorious House of Gains podcast. Could this episode be the very last episode? Find out. You're listening to the Glorious House of Gains podcast. Here's your host, Robert Frank. What's going on, everybody? Robert Frank here with you. Today is April, uh, what are we, uh, April uh, 17th, 17th, the day after Ray Worldwide's birthday, yes, 2019, hump day, yeah, and we are at the round table of testosterone, which is actually a square because we have a leaf in the middle of the table, to my right, a last minute scratch, not in the seat, is Jimmy, so we will pass over him, and to his right, we have the host of this week in sports, the Pody, what's up, Ant? And to his right, we have the butcher, the baker, the donut maker, Joey Bag of Donuts. Another one. To his right, back in the seat, a day after his birthday, back from Okeechobee, Japan, or wherever the fuck you were, <laughs> Jack Fan with a permanent tan, Ray Worldwide. What's up, Ray? What's going on? Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I actually changed my name back to Ray Vegas because... Yo, it's my birthday, and I'm feeling myself. Let's get it. Let's go. All right. Ray Vegas in the house tonight, man. Let's do it. I like to hear that. So you know how we like to start out the show, guys. We like to read some feedback from the bros out in podcast land, letting us know how we're doing. We have a five-star review from Christian Flores 419, who says, came to the podcast for Robert came to the podcast for Robert Frank. But now I'm here for the bros. Joey Bags and Ray Worldwide are the best. Five stars all day. Let's get it. Let's go. Uh, yeah, round of applause. Uh, thank you, uh, Christian. This one comes in from D. Amain. Says, funny as hell, five-star review. You guys are awesome. Thank you for making my commute bearable. It's awesome to listen to a funny group of friends who are genuine. So thank you so much. This one is coming in from... Sorry about that. This is CE4ZAN. Says, binge-worthy. Best podcast ever. Just binged all the episodes like it was Netflix. So thank you so much, brother. Appreciate that. And uh, I actually was aware that I have a couple of uh, Instagram feedback that I wanted to read. This one's coming in from jvort24. Says, my man, I know you get a lot of DMs, but I just started listening to the podcast and I got to say, keep the shit up. Love what you do. Love you and the crew, uh, what you guys are doing and looking to get some merch when I can fill the shit out. On my way to the Glorious House of Gains, keep being a boss. So thank you, Jay Vort. And this one comes in from Jonathan Davis, 1987. Says, hey, man, what's up? Been a fan since the Cinco de Mayo video. Fucking hilarious. Can you believe it's all almost May 5th again? Wow, crazy. He says, also been listening to the Glorious House of Gains podcast while I work. After listening, it got me more motivated to get my fat ass into the gym and get in better shape than fucking than a fucking circle. Okay. Uh, now I listen while I while I'm working. I'm getting jack tan and juicy as fuck. Keep the shit up, you guys are awesome. So thank you, Jonathan Davis. Uh, that is very very nice. We appreciate it. And uh, so that's our podcast feedback. Let me hop into the live stream over on YouTube. I know YouTube sometimes alerts people, sometimes they don't. But uh, Joey Bag of Donuts, I see you filling something out there. Could that be a, a uh, certain body power contract that you are filling out? This is pushing the boundaries of your body's power. Wow. This is the body power contract. 
Wow, wow. Okay, so I just hopped in the live stream. I see a couple of bros. I see a couple of the mods up in the house. I see the blue wrenches, and I am pretty pumped up. Joey Bag of Donuts has a phone call if you hear that ringing in the background. So he will not be with us. But Ray Worldwide, you have, or Ray Vegas today, because it was your birthday yesterday, is back in the house from Japan. Okinawa, to be exact. Okinawa, Japan. Yes, sir. And I heard there's a lot of 12 to 6 bitches out there, man. Is that true? (laughs) Well, first things first, I want to say konnichiwa, bitches. Okay, konnichiwa. (laughs) So before you get into your your story about this Japan trip, true or false, are are the women out in Japan um, built like, uh, if you're looking at a clock, uh, six o'clock on the clock, twelve to six, straight like up and down. No boobs, no butt. Little armpit sweat action going on. Um, a lot of them, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, but they're okay. Yeah, baddies though. So if we actually had merch that say baddies with no fatties, yo, Japan all day. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to deny that there are very, very pretty Asian girls out there, uh, Japanese, uh, Chinese, Filipino, but. Not, well, maybe not so much the Filipino, because I've seen some Filipinos that are built like brick shit houses, <laughs> donks for days, boobs yeah. for days. Um, but it's it's usually the uh, the Chinese and the the Japanese that are lacking in the booty area. Yeah, yeah the women, bro, the women, yeah, they were incredible. They were very pretty. Pretty. A lot of women out there in their culture, they walk around with umbrellas. Okay, I mean you. Okinawa is an island. Okay. So they walk around with umbrellas because they actually like to be pale. And so they don't want, uh, the women don't want to tan at all. You know that goes against the whole big jack tan juicy as fuck it, movement, right? I understand this. I understand. And it's funny too because a lot of the men out there are, um, they look like Japanese Ken dolls. Okay. Because they dress, um, they dress a little pretty. Um, very fashionable. Out they're, man, they're very right? fashionable. Um but yeah, the, the men look like Barbie dolls. None of them, are, like a very, very small percent of them had muscles. Let's just say that. Okay. And there was actually a couple of times where I've seen men, well, a lot where the men had jeans on that were tighter than their woman's. Damn. And even their hairdo, and you're like, wait, which one's the boyfriend, which one's the girlfriend? Like, there were several times where I'm kind of like sitting on an overlook, and I'm like, all right, is that a gay couple or is that a boy and a, oh that's a boy and a girl not a girl and a girl Damn. It, yeah it's kind of wild so they got a lot of lady boy looking betas out there so has while you were out there was there any time at all that you saw a dude but originally thought it was a chick and was like yo ma what's good and then you realized it was a dude and then you felt kind of gay or no yeah okay absolutely, all right, absolutely. at least you would yeah that. yeah like Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anthony Brooks, we see you with a super chat. Thank you so much, Anthony. And Jason Hicks chiming in says, Ray, happy birthday, brother. Let's get it. Let's go. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate you, Jay. We also know as our brother, Jay Lowe, uh, Beard So Strong. Anthony Brooks sends another dollar super chat, but I don't see any comment or anything like that. Uh, Jack and Coke for the round table of testosterone. Okay, so I do see a comment coming in from our man, Anthony Brooks. Thank Cheers. you so much, brother. Appreciate you. Um, so what brought you out to Japan? Cause a lot of the bros are like, yo, where was Ray last week? We did have a very special guest. We had two guests last week. We had Jeanette and Crowbar on, and we'll get into that podcast, uh, in a little bit. But yeah. I hopped in and I listened to a, a, a large majority of that podcast. Okay. And, uh, but what brought you out there? Um, you know, somebody out there booty. 
Oh, booty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go out there and see what the Japanese booty do. Okay. And you found out that it really don't do nothing. It, not a whole lot. <laughs> not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. They, there's some really interesting, um, how do I say this politely, rub and tug places. Okay. Um, yeah, you can get into some weird shit out there. Let me just tell you that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's actually, I don't know what she is. She may be... She may be Filipino. I don't know. But this one chick today for the very first time talked to me at the gym. Um, and she definitely could probably do some rub and tugs. But anyway, Joey Bags is getting set back up here. and um, But yeah, it, it was dope. I, I went out there to uh, go visit some, some, some friends and family. It, it, was, it was dope. I had a, a fantastic time traveling around a lot. Did, I'm, you can't understand how beautiful this damn island is until you actually go and experience it. And, it's and the not, people it's, are friendly as hell, dude. Like everywhere you go, they they bow and they say thank you, and they're just uh, super polite. A lot of weird shit that we're not accustomed to happens when you go to stores and to the mall, and you're just like, "Where the fuck am I?" Um, you go into like a lot of variety stores, and there's this shit everywhere, and there's music playing, and then there's always a female play, a uh, female voice that plays in the background speaking Japanese. Okay. So it, was, it seems like it's constant advertisement everywhere you go. Okay. I don't know what they're saying, but if you go into a clothing store, uh, a grocery store, you name it, there's always a woman's voice that's talking to you, saying things in Japanese. So that was actually kind of wild. They're definitely using like uh, conditioning, and it's a lot of countries do that. Like uh, what is it, North Korea, South Korea, whichever the fucked up Korea. They do like crazy shit like <laughs> that. Fucked up Korea. <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> fucked up Korea. Uh, they do like, like they don't allow you to know what's going on outside of like that city. And then they just condition you into believing like everything there is the best of the best. Like they think that they could beat like everybody in a war. And there's like not that many people there. They would never do any damage. But, well, they do some damage, but they wouldn't win overall. So. I don't know if you guys talked about it. I might have missed out on this, but did you talk about how the United States sucks compared to other countries? No, we didn't get that far yet. No, we didn't get that far So yet. just in short, if you don't travel much, a lot of people think that the United States is the greatest place on earth, this, that, and the other thing. And it's it's okay. You can believe that because you're if you're from the United States, you know, you, you want to think that you're the best. But the reality is we suck lately. If you go to a lot of these countries... I know I almost sound like Donald Trump here, but or President Trump, the, their airports are better. Their bathrooms are better. First of all, the bathrooms in London Airport are phenomenal. They're full stalls, so you can't be a creep and like look through and watch someone taking a crap. Yeah, I the like that. Floor to ceiling d- doors, it's beautiful. the The cities are nicer. The technology is better. It's crazy. Like we have a lot of improving that we need to do. Dude, when I went into the bathroom. <laughs> At the airport in Japan, I'm using the, the the stall, and all of a sudden a woman walks in, and as I'm handling my business, I look, and she's just cleaning the stalls and handling business while I'm in there. Like dudes are coming in, and nobody blinks an eye. So I guess that's a thing where whoever's the bathroom cleaners just go in there and clean it, and there's they don't no care who's in there. It doesn't matter who's in there. So this lady literally comes right next to me, and she's, like, spraying down the stall next to me and wiping it down. And I was just like, huh? And she said whatever, like, hello in in, uh, Japanese to me and just kept it moving. Uh, So, yeah, that was a little weird. Um, They also have transgender 
bathrooms with like all of these signs on it that I thought was uh, pretty uh, fascinating. Oh, and that's beautiful. There's even different type of uh, bathroom equipment in the transgender bathroom, which was really odd. Uh, Wait, I why were you in the transgender bathroom? No. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to tell us something here, bro? What the fuck? When I, when I came out of the bathroom, the door to it is open. It even has like a special door. Okay. Like when you push a button and the door pops open and the door was propped open and there was a, a light that kept blinking and it kept saying in different languages, please make sure to close the door. Yeah. So in English, it would say, please close the door, please close the door. And then Japanese and I guess Chinese, whatever. But if you look in there, just the way that it was set up and certain type of equipment, it was it was wild, but it was super clean. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, so. you know, shout out to Japan. Shout out to the tranny bathrooms at Ray Worldwide. They, they need to take some, We here in America need to take some bathroom notes because you can poop and hit a button and potpourri sprays or if you're having a hard time and you're taking a mean crap, you can hit another button and music plays so nobody hears. That's pretty funny. Um, you hit another button and like your toilet paper comes out. Then you can hit another button and water splashes your ass. It. You know, it's funny, it's Joe Rogan actually talks about toilet paper being like he can't believe that we still use toilet paper like to wipe our ass um, just because it's been around like forever and there's like a thousand different methods, better methods to wiping your ass. I just can't see using a public bidet though because they have those, but you got to think how a bidet works. Shoe sweater in your butthole, stuff comes down. That bidet gets a little crusty, I would imagine, and then it's yeah. just braiding somebody else. Yeah, but if everyone cr- is courteous and like takes care of themselves and cleans up after themselves, it should be nice. Like, think Joe, about you're your not house. wiping down a bidet when you're done. Now. No, but I mean, like, you're just like making sure you didn't just leave like an elephant log in there or something. You know what I mean? Let me tell you something. Where I used to work back when I worked way back in the day, even before insurance. I already know where you're going. You used to dump on the floor, bro. Filthy animals. These animals would not just take a shit on the floor. They would shit and then wipe their ass. And instead of throwing the the shitty toilet paper in the toilet, they would throw it on the floor next to the toilet. Oh, yeah. That's uh, apparently like a, I don't know, I'm not going to, hey, I'll just say it. The people that I worked with were primarily Mexican, Dominican, because I worked in a warehouse. I was one of very few white people back then. I told this story. It appeared so strong was my supervisor. Met another good buddy of mine, Steve Gotti. Ray Worldwide worked there for a little while. So, But primarily, I would say 90% of the employees that were under the age of like 50, because a lot of the older white dudes, they worked there forever. They had 20, 30 years seniority. But the newer guys were Dominican, Mexican, Cuban, uh, El Salvador, like different Spanish countries. That's apparently what they do. They shit and they throw it on the floor. They don't put it in the toilet. Well, I can confirm I worked with all white people who would shit on the floor. Well, they're doing that just because (laughs) you're a shitty boss. And I'm like, fuck this, dude. No, it was a bathroom that was not like, it it wasn't like, I didn't even use that bathroom. I had my own bathroom. So the fact that they would do this, dude, it's more like, I wouldn't say it has anything to do with race or gender or any of that crap because most bathrooms are disgusting. It's just, if it's not your property, you just don't give a shit. Pun intended. (laughs) Christian Flores with a $2 uh, dono. Thank you, Christian. He says, shout out to Ray and Joey. Let's get it. Let's go. So I guess me and the podi are chopped liver over here, but it's all good. Thank you, Christian. And and, and one more thing. They have squatty potties. The hell's that? What the fuck is a squatty potty? Where you don't, there's no toilet. 
there's a door that you go in, okay. and you pull your pants down and you squat over a hole. Oh my what? God. Yeah, squatty potties. I don't know, man. I don't know about this Japan <laughs> shit, man. Not every, not everywhere, but that's a thing over there. Squatty potties. Merrill down hole. Merrill Coleman, uh, six dollar and fifteen cent dono. Happy birthday, Ray. Headed to Vegas in two weeks for my buddy's fortieth. Going to cop a juicy AF tank for the trip. Thank you, Merrill. Yo, we'll Merrill, where's the invite, bro? Yeah, Merrill, what's well, it? I believe pool parties are, are back in session. It's about that time. We're about to go back in session. Yeah, and Palms. Okay. Palms just redid their place. Brief story. Uh, me and my bros used to do Palms forever since like 2010. And what happened was that's when it was like still popping off where that was like the, the big Palms place. was it. And then it died. Like out of nowhere, like I'd say like 2014, 15, 16, 17, it was like dead. No one went there anymore. They just renovated the place. It now has like the either the, it's either the biggest pool or has the most pools. There is like a 30-foot statue now at the pool there. So they're like, they just redid it. I don't know if you saw, they did a uh, commercial. It's been all over. Cardi B was in the commercial. They did a whole bunch of celebrities to promote the promote the casino. They mm-hmm. redid the whole place. Wow. That place, next time we go there, it's going to be, that's going to be good again. Thank God. Yo, Remember Merrill, make sure, we Merrill, make sure you time? jump on my DM and give me the details about this uh Party. <laughs> Last time we went to Palms, it was like they Under were doing renovation. all. You could tell it was oh, yeah. going down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they were doing that for like two years, but now it's done and it looks unbelievable. Uh, Christian Flores with another super chat says, "In in jail, the Muslims in my block didn't even wipe. God, damn. <laughs> how do you walk around with a shitty asshole? It's, def- it's a that defense mechanism, bro. Oh yeah, I guess so. Nobody's gonna want to fuck a shitty yeah. butthole, but yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe people are into that." Um, so yeah, so here we go. Um, we're back. Joey is back in the seat. We're all here. So let's, let's go over a little bit of news here. You guys know that we've been hyping up this, uh, United Kingdom body power, uh, expo for quite some time. Now we've been talking about it for a few months, ever since we realized that we were going, uh, Robert Frank on behalf of steel supplements was going to be there. We're going to be hanging out. We're going to meet the bros. Now I do realize a lot of our demographic is not from the United Kingdom, so they really don't give a fuck. But for my uh, UK bros and broettes out there who are looking forward to seeing Robert Frank, fret not, young ones, because we are still going. However, there may be a little bit of an issue with um, the booth that I was supposed to be at. So it was advertised all online that Robert Frank was going to be at a certain booth. Uh, Body Power announced it. This uh, supplement vendor announced it. And I'm not really sure what's going on between uh, them and Steel, uh, if their relationship has severed, if whatever's going on. Um, but fret not, young ones, because Robert Frank, Ray Worldwide, possibly Beard So Strong, maybe even Jimmy Triceps, will be in the house. And we are going to be doing our own booth if things work out with this other company, I may be doing double duty. I may be at my booth for a little while. I might be at this booth for a little while. So nothing is written in stone yet as of where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be. But just know that, yes, I will be there. And some of the bros from the podcast will be there as well. So we're looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be um, a lot. We'll say a lot of work. So Ray World Worldwide has uh, gave me... Actually, Ray Vegas. It's your birthday. You can be called whatever the fuck you want. Ray Ray, Vegas. It's Ray Vegas, bitch. Ray Vegas says, 
that if there's any baddies with the fatties out in the UK uh, that potentially may want to help with the booth, um, help hang out with Ray Ray Vegas, sorry, uh, Robert (laughs) Frank, Beard So Strong, possibly Jimmy Triceps, um, to hit up Ray in the DM, let him know that uh, you would be willing to work. There will be no monetary uh, reimbursement or um, what's the word I'm looking for? There will be no monetary compensation, uh, compensation for your for your services. However, Ray Worldwide will certainly give you that BBC <laughs> after hours. So we are looking forward. And we know that uh, those of you in the UK, you're probably familiar with the channel, the BBC, but that is not what he is referring to. Yeah, we're not referring to British broadcast. Channel, right? Is that what BBC that it, stands for? Something like close that? Close enough. We're It'll talking about <laughs> Big Black Dick. So, or uh, Big Black Cock. Big, big Black Cock. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, bros. Uh, what Rob is trying to say is if you if you know any baddies or the fatties that are in the area of body power, um, yeah, we can possibly use some help. So have them definitely reach out to me um, and help us with this booth. Yeah. All you this need- is very last minute for us, and it's just kind of... Listen, I'll give you a free tank top. I'll give you a free T-shirt. I'll do whatever you want. I'll take a picture with you. I'll do whatever you want. But How about a, a shout-out on an Instagram story? Maybe a little shout-out on Instagram story. Yeah, definitely we could do that. But you have to show up wearing as little as possible. Um, you know, tits out, ass out, sun's out, guns out. Let's fucking go. So, uh, yeah, that's body power. But I will give you guys an update. We're still about four weeks away. Joey Bags, as we are doing this live stream and podcast right now, Joey Bags is filling out the contract uh, that I have to forward over tomorrow to body power just to lock up this space. There are only about eight spots available. But every day, if you go to the body power website, they're adding new talent. It seems like two, three new people a day. That's coming. I know for a while, uh, Phil Heath has been announced, what, six, seven, t- eight time fucking Mr. Olympia. He's going to be there. Uh, Thor uh, Bjornsson, whatever the fuck his name is, the big giant guy for Game Bjornsson. of Bjornsson. Bjornsson. He's going to be there. Um, a lot of social media personalities. I just saw the Christian Guzman, not that anyone gives a fuck about him, but he'll be there. Uh, he's got over a million on YouTube, probably over, well over a million on Instagram as well. He'll be there with his company, a uh, couple of his buddies that I know run in that circle, that whole little YouTube click. Um, Mark Lobliner will be there, I saw. Dana Lynn and Rob Lynn Bailey will also be there. However, I did see that Dana Lynn Bailey um, was hospitalized not too long ago, so I hope she's okay. And I'm not being a wise-ass or being a smart-ass or anything like that. I really do hope that she's uh, okay and she will be able to make the... Uh, the trip to Body Power with her husband, Rob Lynn Bailey. Both of them are really cool people. Rob Lynn Bailey. And they're good for the industry. They're good for fitness. They're good for the expo. And I know they they always draw a large crowd. And, um, yeah, so we're looking forward to to seeing everyone out there. Also, John Jones will be there. John Bones Jones will be there. What's Cass it? Martin. Cass Martin, yeah. Vinny wants to fuck her, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Simeon Panda. Oh yeah, that's it's, um, Michelle Lewin and Jimmy Lewin. Yep. I'm forgetting about Regan all these people. Grimes. Is that how you say it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of your favorites. Uh, how do, how do you say his name? Saeed? Oh yeah, Sed Shriverson. Yes, his, his brother is going to be there. I'm looking forward to meeting him. Uh, and Sergi Constance. Uh, uh, that's your your pal. 
Yeah, Sergi Constance. Uh, Lazar is probably going to be there as well. It's it's your usual, typical fitness expo motherfuckers that are going to be there shaking hands, kissing babies. Simeon Panda is definitely going to be the main event because he is Mike like... Mike Rashid is almost as diesel as I am. Yeah, he's... He's going to be there? Yeah, he's going to be there Martin as well. Martin Ford? Martin Ford, yep. it's, Yeah, it's your standard lineup plus some. Yeah, Santa Lana plus some, but I'm looking forward to meeting everybody out there. So shout out to everyone who's going to Body Power. If you don't get a fucking picture with John Bones Jones, I swear to God, when you come back, this apartment will be on fire. Well, that's that's where Ray comes that's in. That's where Ray I'm comes in. I'm too bashful to come you up and need, go up to him. You need to make that connection. <laughs> Ray's going to go, yo, John. Yo, next time you play, you find it at the Garden, you know, uh, get let me get three tickets for the bros. So this body power thing, we've done the Arnold, we've done the Olympia, we've done FitCon UK. Body power apparently has 50,000 people a day walk through the expo. I saw a YouTube video of, I think it was last year's UK body power. Holy shit. It's like the Arnold times 20. There's so many fucking. My, my concern is that you just you ain't gonna have enough merch there. That's my main concern. Jeanette O with a uh, ninety nine cent super chat. You cheap bitch. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hi, Jeanette. Jeanette was a great uh, co host last week on the podcast when we had Crowbar. She had that like it was here. I'm gonna be honest here. Before the podcast, I thought to myself, I really hope she doesn't talk that much because her voice is so fucking annoying. What? Oh my god. After listening, what are you talking yeah, about? yeah, she just has one of those voices. At least I thought so. But then she talked on the podcast, and it was almost like, like, uh, like if I were to back in the day when I was sixteen, I go to the payphone, I dial one nine hundred sluts a lot or whatever that number was. She has a very sexy voice, at least a sexy radio voice. So I will say she can come on whenever she wants. Yeah, Jeanette, Jeanette is is good, and and in a podcast or in a an episode where she can actually. Chime in a little bit more and talk because I know we had a guest, we had Crowbar on, and we'll go into that in a second. But uh, yeah, she's definitely invited back. I told her that she did a very good job, and um, yeah, so shout out to Jeanette, thank you for that 99 cent super chat. Uh, what did it say? It didn't say anything, she just sent the super chat. Oh, it was a happy birthday to Ray. So, thank uh, you, dollar, thank you, Jeanette, (laughs) dollar donation. Uh, so again, shout out to all the mods in the house. Uh, I see Zach K says you and the bros are bigger celebrities to me that come from South Brunswick than Sanu. Who the fuck is Sanu? Who's that? NFL. There's an NFL player from South Brunswick. He plays for the Bengals. Does he? No, he plays for the Falcons. Oh, he got Falcons. Yep. Oh, shout out to, uh, to him, whoever he is. Oh, I'm sure he's doing well. Jeanette calls me a dick. I see Lorene in the house. Uh, Zach G, Crosswhite276. Jeanette O. Oh, there's a bunch of people in here. Christian Flores. Um, okay, so while we're looking at this, I don't know what the live stream is saying right now. On my end, it's saying that there's 29 people in the live stream. Uh, it's probably a little bit more than that now. But anyway, so here's some big news. I got some, I got some breaking news that I'm about to drop. If you guys are ready for this. I'm ready. This week that you're listening to the Glorious House of Gains podcast, episode 55. Get ready, everybody. 56? Okay, 56. It's the last episode. Is going to be the last episode of the Glorious House of Gains podcast. We've given given this experiment, uh, experiment, sorry, for a little over a year. We've been very consistent with the show. We've been going, uh, we missed one week in this 56 weeks. 
Um, and basically, a couple of factors play into it. First of all, I'm frustrated with YouTube and the live stream, not alerting people. There's supposed my YouTube is broken. We've already established that. 200,000 subscribers. My videos can't even fucking break 10,000. 10, we could get 40, 50, 60 people in here. I think the other week we might have tapped out at like 1.30 for our anniversary show. But it's, it's clear that people just don't give a fuck, right? So there's that. Now, are people not being notified? Are people not getting the alert? Are 200,000 people just busy and they can't listen into the show? Who the hell knows? But I expect better than that. That's not saying anything about the people that are in the live stream and that hang out with us each and every week. All of our mods, all the people that, that chime in, I appreciate you guys. And this is no reflection on you guys. But, of course, when you do, this is your job. This is my job, right? This is what we do for a living. If it's just not working out, it's not working out. Now, another thing, too. Two things. I have two silver linings that I'm going to bring up. Silver lining number one is, well, before I even get to the silver lining, let's talk about something else that frustrates the fuck out of me. And we're just being real here, right? What I try to do is I've never been one to shove shit down someone's throat. With my merch, you can count on one hand. I have almost 2,000 posts on my Instagram page. 2,000. You can count on one hand. That's five fingers or four fingers and a thumb whatever you say, the amount of times that I've advertised robertfrank615.com merch on my main page, right? So 2,000 posts, Joey, you're good at math, 2,000 posts or a little over 1,900 posts, five times have I advertised on my main page my merch. What's the percentage of that? Probably less than 1%, right? Something around uh, It's uh, four-tenths of a percent. Four-tenths of a percent that I've advertised on my main page. Because of my relationship with Steel, I do have to post stuff on my main page from time to time. It's, it's part of what I do, and it's how I make a living. It's how we pay the bills. It's how the lights go on. It's how the fucking rent gets paid. It's how food goes on the table. It's how we party on the weekends. This is what I have to do. So, But I've always been conscious of not wanting to piss people off. What I did, what I have been doing for the podcast over the last couple of weeks is after we air an episode, I take some of the best moments from the show, funny moments, uh, highlights, uh, different things that go on through the podcast, and I put together a little four, five, six, seven minute snippet of, uh, you know, best of episode 50, episode 51, episode 52, and I'll post it on Facebook just to show you guys, hey, we got a podcast going on. Here's some highlights. Check it out. Hope you guys love it. Boom. Facebook is only, I have 650,000 followers on Facebook. Facebook is only showing, my reach is only getting to about 50,000 on these podcast episodes. So a fraction of my following is getting to see that I'm posting a video, which is obviously frustrating for a creator like myself. But... What's even more frustrating is once I post something like that, immediately one to 200 people just bounce from the channel, unfollow, unsubscribe, whatever. And that's fine. I know that's going to happen because I know people only follow me really for one reason. They want rage videos. They want comedy. They want this. They want that. They don't give a fuck about a podcast. They don't give a fuck about highlight reels. They don't give a fuck about any of that. So 
I think I'm missing a super chat, and I, I just want to get into that real quick before I continue. So uh, Greg Isom says, can we get a Jackman with the permanent tan tank for the brothers from another? Summer's coming, and we need those in the streets. Much love to the bros. So, yeah, we, we, we could possibly get some Jackman with the permanent tan merch going on. Who said that? Uh, our bro, uh, Greg Isom. Uh, that's a $5 dono as well, so thank you so much. Yo, Greg, shoot me a DM. So here's, here's uh, let me just continue. So again, anytime on, on YouTube, we go live, we do a live stream. I leave the hour, hour and a half episode up for the people who missed it on the live stream. The next day, immediately, 100, 200 people bounce from the channel. Boom. Don't want to see that shit. So it's been a year now. We gave it, we gave it a test run. Clearly, now, here's the silver lining. We are the five... Top 5% in podcasts. I said this on another episode. Your average podcast after a 30-day time period where a podcast is available for download gets about 130 downloads. Our average is anywhere between 15 and 20,000. So we are in the top 5%. Are we kicking ass? I'd say so. It's great, right? But are we Joe Rogan? Are we Joe Button? Are we any of these big super duper podcasts that are top 10 on iTunes? No, we're not that. But could we get there eventually? Possibly. Here's the silver linings that I want to talk about. There are two people that I know out there that do podcasts. One of them I reached out to, and it's a very famous person, very uh, clearly a household name. Have you guys ever heard of Bradley Martin? Bradley Martin? Joey Bags. Have you ever heard of Bradley Martin? Never heard of her. Oh, never heard of her. Okay. No, I know. Bradley Martin. He hosts the Culture Cast. He hasn't uploaded a new episode, I think, since September of last year. So he's going on like eight months without doing a podcast. And I reached out to him, and I'm not going to disclose the the specifics of our conversation or anything like that, but I wanted to know from someone who started a podcast when he was well over a million followers on Instagram, well over a million followers on Facebook, well over a million on YouTube, what was the reaction from your audience when you started a podcast? Were were people pissed? Were they like, oh shit, you're trying to do something different. Fuck you. I don't want to listen to your podcast. I just want you to lift a lot of weight and have half-naked chicks in your videos and this and that. That's why we follow you. So I asked him, was there a revolt from your audience when you started a podcast? And he goes, ah, you know what? They're a, like a little bit here or there, whatever. But at the end of the day, do you like doing the podcast? I said, yeah, it's the most fun that I have. I love fucking sitting at the round table talking shit with Ray, Joey, Jimmy, Vinny, Pody, uh, our guests, whatever. He goes, okay, how's your feedback from the podcast? Are people loving it? I said, dude, we have five-star rating on iTunes. Every fucking comment is five stars. The DMs that we get, your podcast changed my life. Your podcast makes me work harder. Your podcast is what gets me through the day. Your podcast is what gets me through the commute. I love you guys. So why the fuck are you going to stop? He asked me. And I was like, damn, that is a pretty good question. Why, why, are, why am I going to stop? And really, it's because I'm a fucking perfectionist. And I get caught up with numbers because it's my fucking job. A lot of people are like, dude, I would sign up for 50 downloads. There are podcasts that have been around since 2015. They still only get 50 downloads per episode. And they're up to like episode 5,000. You know what I mean? But I'm a perfectionist. This is what I do for a living. I get pissed when we're not progressing in a way that I think we should. Here's silver lining number two. Last week's podcast with Crowbar. 
is breaking all kind of early records for the amount of downloads. SoundCloud, usually I know we're supposed to be at this part by the one-week mark, this part by the two-week mark, this part by the month mark. iTunes, same thing. Spotify, same thing. I know where we're supposed to be. That Crowbar podcast that we did last week is blowing everything away, like numbers shattering, which is like, damn, maybe this is pretty good. Except for YouTube. YouTube sucks, but we all know that. So... At the end of the day, is this going to be our last podcast? Probably not. Um, But, Joey, what are your thoughts on this? Because I complain to you a lot. I complain to Ray a lot. I complain to Jimmy a lot. And what are your thoughts on what we should do here moving forward? Well, I, uh, I have a different view than you with everything. And I disagree that... Uh, with what your definition is, it, which is why it makes you, and I guess I could say all this because if it's a last podcast, who the fuck cares, right? A perfectionist means you're like on a quest for perfection and you will accept nothing but the best. But do you understand that there's a journey to get to perfection? Right. You don't just have perfection. And depending on who you ask, you've already achieved perfection. You are known internationally, you're going to a fucking expo where people are going to wait online to meet you. You have a a podcast and videos and this, that, and the other thing where people listen to you and tell you that you've had some kind of impact on their life. And the correct word in my definition, by my definition would be, you're just fucked up in the head. (laughs) It's actually nothing about perfection because the world is constantly changing, especially the internet game. I constantly keep seeing, I saw someone else today who's mega famous, who has money in Instagram, and he's getting shit views, and he's not doing, everything is going to forever change. Instagram may very well not exist in five years. Facebook will be completely different. Everything. I had Facebook when it first came out and it was only for college kids. Not every college kid was even able to have access to it, but my particular college was. I was on it in 05, I believe. I think it came out in 04 at like three different Ivy League schools, and then I had access to it. So it has changed so much since then. And now you look at it, and of course it evolved, just like anybody would, a human being or technology, and it's going to continue to change. So to base things on your original viralness versus what it is currently is a stupid method to me. You also do not push any of your products, like you said, which I also think is stupid. There's literally Instagram now has a a way, and I saw Bradley Martin just did it on one of his pages. He has like 6 million different Instagram pages, where... His products are now clickable. You can He uses the in-app purchasing where I don't even have to leave Instagram to buy his clothing anymore. He's, he's utilizing that feature. So all these things that you think are negatives because of whatever goes on in your head that I've given up uh, arguing with is, is going to hurt you. And I just, at the end of the day, everything in life should be based on are you happy or are you not happy? I am happy with three people listening to this podcast because it gets me out of my apartment. I get to talk a little bit, shoot the shit, and then I go back home. 
and it's just I enjoy it. Uh, and uh, tonight I was actually Jimmy's not here, but I was going to tell him the same way people tell you that you like inspire them. Jimmy's been doing something recently with work that actually made me start to contemplate what I've been doing, and it gave me some motivation. Oddly enough, where I started doing things the last couple of days, I sat down with my wife, talked about money, talked about future type stuff, talked about maybe I've been a little complacent with doing certain things, and I started to kick it in gear all because I saw Jimmy doing something. And I'm like, well, fucking Jimmy's doing it. Why the fuck can't I do it? Not to say Jimmy's a bum or anything, but it just gave me a little kick in the ass. The same way you might have this podcast or your videos or whatever, and someone might say, damn, I need a little kick in the ass. Because not everybody has like a crew of friends or family or this, that, and the other thing that could help them out. So I think it's a dumb move. Do whatever you want at the end of the day. Um, but... I, I don't see the purpose of it at all. Yeah, but if you're having, if you own a storefront, now I know this is totally different, but if you own a storefront yeah. and you sell merchandise, you sell clothes, and you love doing it, you love going to work every day, but nobody's buying your shit, are, are you still going to do it? I would, I would argue that every single successful entrepreneur is, was in that same exact scenario that you just mentioned where they had a storefront. I could even name one guy who has a very popular podcast and had a lot of supplements, and he tells stories about how he fucking owned a supplement store and did shit. We know a gym owner who did the same thing. Dude, these people, you people go like 20 years doing what they love and just not getting any kind of traction, and then one day someone comes into their store and buys all the merch, and then that helps them with money and this, that. I mean, yeah, I would. If I loved it, that's what I'm going to do. I mean, I love food, and it's killing me. And I'm still fucking eating it because that makes me happy, unfortunately. So, yeah, I don't give a shit. Happiness is over money because I've had money. I've had no money. And does, there's no fucking difference in any of that shit. It's just a matter of if I'm happy or not. So I, I, I would argue that if we're in the top 5%, especially, that's insane to me that we would stop. But it makes me happy. I mean, if it doesn't make you happy, it doesn't make you happy. I, it obviously doesn't make you happy because if it did... What it, the fuck would make listen, you stop it? Listen, it does make it. me happy. I, I, I got into the podcast game because, uh, for a lot of different reasons, but one of the most important reasons is there's no fucking algorithm with a podcast. Yeah, but you got to stop with all that because algorithms are going yeah, to influence that. your air conditioning unit soon. Let me finish my point. Once, once a podcast is uploaded, every single person that hits the subscriber follow button is going to get an alert. On their phone, it might not be a pop-up alert if you don't have pop-ups, but if next time you go to your iTunes app or your SoundCloud app, we're going to pop right at the top because we have a new episode. Now, if you subscribe to 50 different podcasts and 10 other ones uploaded a podcast the same day we did, we might be number 9 or 10 down the list, but you're going to know where Instagram doesn't tell anybody. We could clearly see from Facebook reach. 650,000 people, only 70,000 people are getting an alert that I fucking uh, uploaded a video. Sometimes it's not even that, but sometimes it's 5 million reach. So it, it, you never fucking know. And it's a guessing game. And it's it just it frustrates me. But Greg, we uh, Greg has a follow up for Ray. Let me get back to that. He says, Ray, we talked a few months back on IG about it. Doubt you even remember, but I'll shoot you another one. Happy birthday, by the way. You know what, Greg? Just by you saying that, yes, I do remember. Shoot me another one, though. Okay. Um, and uh, I'm reading in the live stream. People are saying, yo, stick with it. Stick with it. Do the podcast. Yeah. And uh, again, 
it's not costing us anything other than a, a yearly uh, SoundCloud membership. It's costing us our time, which is nothing. I, I love to give the time to the bros and broettes and be able to talk shit and spend time with you guys. And, and this is how we get creative together and, and just talk some bullshit. But it's uh, it's just it, it, someone in my in my stance when I try to show an audience of you know aggregate two million people between all the platforms. Hey, I'm doing something different. I'm not just a rage guy. I'm not just a guy with a bandana that's sweaty that rhymes and does all this bullshit. I actually have a podcast, and you try to let it out there, let people know, and people fucking bounce. But again. These are not the people that are supporting you, that love you, that'll buy a t-shirt once in a while, that'll buy your subs at steelsups615.com, that are buying cameos, that are doing, you know, all that. And I've said this a million times, not every person that supports me has to buy anything from me. You watching my video, giving me a view, helps me out. Not every uh, person that supports us has to send us a super chat. Not every person has to... uh, you know, uh, book a cameo, anything like that. But down the line, usually when someone is a fan of yours and they believe in you and they believe in what you stand for and what you motivate them and you do this, you do that, usually they they like to uh, support the brand. So speaking of cameos, um, I got a cameo that I have not done yet. It's in the bank. And I, I'm pretty sure they listen to the podcast. But someone just had uh, – one of the bros just had an accident um, – they were, were working on a, uh, a former veteran uh, or a veteran, and they were working on a railroad and lost both of their legs and uh, want some motivation to, like, get back in the gym and or just they, they're facing, like, 10 more surgeries. And they want the motivation for when they get all back and healthy and everything is all good to be able to go in and crush chest and arms. And, you know, so uh, th- that I'm going to be doing. But if you are listening and you're you know, whatever, wherever you're at right now, just fucking keep your head up and, uh, you know, get through all these surgeries, uh, do whatever you have to do, listen to the doctors. And, you know, once everything is all the dust settles, you'll be back in the gym, fucking pressing the one thirties for right on the incline, just like our man, fucking Nick, uh, Santa Nastasso, who, uh, you know, you guys know Nick, he's got no leg. He's got pretty much no arms. And motherfuckers in the gym as much as he could be. And uh, it's pretty fucking motivating. So, um, yeah. So, that's that's my podcast story. And I wanted to get that out there just to, uh, just to feel the people out, see what everybody's saying. And um, everybody's saying, yeah, keep with it. Uh, <laughs> Robert has high estrogen, in my opinion. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> take AI, bro. What is AI? Anti uh, something? I don't know. Artificial intelligence? Maybe. I don't know. Um, let's talk about my health for a minute. Dude, I'm, I'm really fucking... Something is wrong with me. Because the uh, we'll get into Joey's diet segment in a minute before we get to the sports minute and the baddie with the fatty. But my fucking... Uh, the, the, the program that my quote-unquote coach, Tony, has me on right now should have me looking like a Greek fucking god. <laughs> shredded, fucking veiny, vascular, muscles on muscles on muscles. I'm doing the diet. I'm doing the training. I'm doing the cardio. And I am retaining so much fucking water um, that something is clearly wrong with me. I know that I'm dying. I wake up gasping five, six times a night for air. 
where I'm scaring the shit out of myself. I feel like I'm brain dead for like at least five seconds too because like thoughts aren't even registering. I'm just like, <gasps> and like I'm trying to like think of something and nothing is coming to my mind. It's very weird. I know I probably need to go to the doctor, but I'm retaining so much water. Both of my wrists are swollen like a motherfucker. My ankles are swollen like a motherfucker. I'm taking all kind of supplements, all kind of drugs, everything. And I'll just keep it real. I, I'd never bullshit anybody. I'm taking a lot of shit right now. And my heart is probably ready to fucking clock out at this point. And what's frustrating is I am looking no different. Not a fucking striation, not a fucking vein, not of this, not of that. Every time I piss, it's not yellow. It's brown. It's like I'm pissing brown. Oh but I don't want to go to the doctor because I don't want to fucking know what it is. And But I just want to let you guys know that if I do end up passing away, um, just know that I appreciate the last couple of years that you guys have uh, been, been bros. So. And and, uh, I'll, I'll make sure that I delete all the tranny porn off your computer for you. Yeah, thank you very and much. And I'll, uh, you know, just remember to basically go on his Instagram <laughs> after he dies and say all the fucked up stuff like you, people normally do. That way you could make Rob proud that he finally got the engagement he was always looking for on his Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. If I, listen, guys, if I die and fucking put out a video, like do like a, hey, Rob Frank, you just passed away. No, just, whatever. Uh, what's going to happen is they'll all go on your last Instagram post and they'll be like, yes, fuck yes. you, loser. Yeah. Knew you were going to die. Knew you were on roids. Yeah. And then Rob will get like the 100,000 comments that he always wanted. He'll yeah, be so happy. Yeah. Look at, I mean, I haven't went to Rich Piana's page in a while, uh, but I remember his last post that he posted when he was still alive. 90% of the comments were, we miss you, RIP, damn rich, can't believe this, this is like the saddest thing ever. But 10% of the comments were like, yeah, fuck you, you roid head, that's what you get, heart attack, motherfucker. Like, yo, same, people give no fucks, bro. Same thing happened to uh, that hot porn star when she died. What was her name? August, August Ames. Ames. Same thing. That's she what, committed suicide, yeah, right? Yeah, people just... Uh, if you go to her last Instagram post, it's just nothing but just negative Do they stuff. still have it up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Zach G says my kidneys are fucked. Yeah, I, I know people are saying that my kidneys are fucked. I'm, I don't care. This is why I say, though, you're... You know, you're going to do what you want, and this is why, I, like I said, I've kind of given up arguing with you, which is based on what I'm just seeing from you... It's like both a combination of like a mental and physical breakdown. Like, so you're unhappy with the way you physically appear. Yep. You're unhappy with because I the, know how much work I'm putting in. I know, and but I, I know well, the the things that I'm putting my body. No, I get, through I get all that to but, look zero different. No, I get not it. Not even like no different. I get at it. All. So, so you're unhappy with the way you look physically. And then when you go mentally, you're unhappy with like, I guess you could say with your job, so to speak, because you're not, you know, you don't want to do the podcast anymore. You've clearly slowed down with videos, posting, with Instagram stories. So there's something to all that. I don't know what it's behind it, what it means or whatever, but ultimately it's going to have an impact on you. And then I'm just slightly concerned on where I'm going to see you in the future. It's okay to joke around I'm going to die, this and that, uh, unless you actually die. Because you won't give a shit, but other people will, including your wife, your friends, you know, people that actually care about you. So my suggestion would be maybe if you're going to have a little bit more time to yourself soon, maybe you start to take care of your health problems, your, 
There's a lot of stuff because I would clearly, like to I would like to co-sign that, but he's stubborn, bro. He's a that's mule. why I said I don't he's argue with him mule. anymore. If this is the last it, podcast and he's asking for input, I'm going to give it to him, and then you do as you please because you're going to do it anyway. You're a grown ass man, and you know you have bills to pay. I have bills to pay. I got to worry about my health. You got to worry about yours. So whatever you do at the end of the day, that's on you. Because if you drop dead, I still got to go to work the next day. They're not going to give a shit. But my point is, I I suggest at some point you you. You think about all these things you're doing because to me it's almost like you're slowly just you're slowly dying without even dying. Like you don't you don't want to do the stories, you don't want to do the posts, you don't want to do the podcast. Where are we going to find you? And I I don't want to find in you a ditch exactly. And I don't want to find With you a in needle a ditch. in my ass exactly. <laughs> oh my God, uh, so better dark. better that than well no than a dick in my ass. Right? <laughs> so dark. Zia with a five dollar dono. Thank you so much. He says working late tonight, so I have to listen to the play, uh, playback. Stay juicy, bros. Thank you, uh, Z I A. Uh, w Raver seven one seven six dollar and fifteen cent dono. Since you're dying, Rob, come to my wedding in September. Check your DM, bro. <laughs> If he if he's still around in September, definitely. I don't uh, W Raver. I don't think I'm making it to fucking uh, to September. I do see a uh, I see C three Muscle in the house on the live stream. What's going on, brother? And uh, effing Osprey uh, says Rabdo uh, Rabdo something or other can be fatal. Go get checked. Yeah, I don't give a shit about all that. Yeah, um, see, that's the problem right there. I don't give a fuck about that. And I that don't is, care for for Rob. Ignorance is bliss. Um, and, and I did something. I went to the doctor and had a complete blood workup recently and found out some shit, and I've started to make some life changes. You make adjustments, right? And I can it's- already feel a change in how I feel just by making some changes to my diet, the supplements that I'm taking. So, yeah, we need to, like... He's not going to, whatever is wrong with him, and there is something wrong with him, there's something wrong with everybody, okay? There's something wrong with me, which is why I have a fucking doctor's appointment lined up. There's something wrong with everybody. With everything. It doesn't have to be just your health. Your relationship might be fucked up. What you're supposed to do in all these situations is analyze the situation, figure out what's wrong, and then fucking fix it. So if you're pissing brown, maybe it's because you have an infection in your fucking bladder. I don't know. But then you fix it. And then all these things, because ultimately what it's leading you to is... At least it's my... It's going you further down in the ditch my, that you feel, bro. Yeah, but my theory is that all of his, uh, like... The whole internet thing is being caused by his physical appearance because Rob is a type of guy, and there's a lot of people like this, which is why they're gym rats. You go to the gym, and you want to look good, and you always want to be the biggest dude, and you always want to be this and that, and whatever mental thing that is for those people, Jimmy's got it too. That's why he's obsessed with the gym. Once you have that effect, which you have, you kind of were hurt a little bit, your shoulders messed up. And you're trying, you know, you don't want to fix that. So now that kind of starts to mess with how much you can lift. And obviously that's going to have some kind of impact on the way you appear. You've made adjustments to lifting, but ultimately, unless you're in 100%, you're not going to be able to get that 100% look. Then we went from that to now we're concerned about like your health and who knows what the fuck's going on inside your body because the diet's not working, the exercise isn't working, and now you're not seeing these physical results anymore. And I'm not talking about like giving it like four weeks, six weeks. Yeah. I've been on this grind for a while and zero is changing. Yeah. 
And so now to the point where Tony, my my the guy that wrote the diet for me, that's given me all the, the point me in the right direction, telling me what supplements to take, what not to take, had this much water, that much water, this many carbs, that many carbs, whatever. We trained last week, and we're trying to get if I'm still alive, we're trying to get Tony on the podcast on May first. So it's not going to be next Wednesday, but the following Wednesday, we're trying to get Tony on, uh, who's an NPC pro bodybuilder. MPC uh, Pro, I think that's a real thing, right? MPC uh, qualified, whatever you call it, bodybuilder, and has won a bunch of shows. He's a super heavyweight. Motherfucker's walking around right now at 285, diets down to like 230, 240, just ripped out of his mind. He's got a bunch of dudes that he's gotten qualified, uh, nationally qualified athletes that are under him. He doesn't have a lot of followers. I don't even know if he has a thousand followers on Instagram yet. He's like an unknown dude right now, but he's really making waves and uh, he will be known very soon. We're trying to get him on the podcast, but he trained with me last Monday and we did a, a crazy fucking chest workout again because of my shoulder problems. I can't really go heavy like I used to back in the day, but he put me through a crazy fucking workout where, you know, a lot of pausing, a lot of squeezing, a lot of holding, a lot of this, a lot of that. And I don't think we went more than a plate on each side of like a hammer strength uh, plate loaded machine. We had a 45 on each side. That was it. But the different ways that he angled, like the sat me on the bench and this and that, fucked me up. Sickest fucking pump ever. We walked into the bathroom, into the locker room, so he could see what I look like to assess. He's like, all right, you're like four or five weeks away from this body power thing. You want to get in, in good shape. Be pretty fucking ripped. Took off my shirt. I saw his face like, what the fuck is happening here? Like, why is nothing changing? And You need to get on that Ray Vegas on that eat chicken patty, bro. Let your body recover. Yeah. Um, well, real quick, uh, Christian Flores. Damn, bro, I really hope this is all a prank. No, no prank, brother. This is real life shit. And uh, Izzy Mang says, bros, with a $2 dono. Thank you so much, brother. Um, so, yeah, um, whatever. But that's me. That's what's going on with me right now. Joey Bags, I know you're... Uh, I'll just sum it up, what I was saying, which yeah. was, um, I think you're going to have to... What's best for you is to take a break and really think about what you're trying to do with your life, whether it's... The internet stuff, continuing that, whether it yeah, but is you say that, trying... but we have so many, like, pro- behind-the-scenes projects that we're working on right now that that's... Well, I'm concerned. I, I honestly, I am concerned. I mean, you, you're about to stop the podcast. Yeah. You're, you've already dwindled down a lot of stuff, and it's just going to continue to get worse. Listen, I'm, I've always been... A person. I'm not a motherfucker that's going to post every day. I used to do that back in the day when I just didn't give a fuck and I, I didn't care who I annoyed or anything. But I've never been one to post. I no, know but you I'm say that I've slowed down with all my posting and everything. I normally, a normal Robert Frank will post maximum eight times a month on Instagram. Two times a week. That's it. Very... But only when I had something to say, only when I had something that I think presented a uh, get a laugh out of people or motivate somebody or a rage video or a skit or something like that. Um, I've never been one to just flood my page with bullshit like these motherfuckers. Fatboy SSC posts three fucking times a day of him walking to the convenience store. You know what I mean? Like, I don't fucking do that shit. I post when I have something to say, when I feel like I can entertain people. I am an entertainer. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a fitness dude. 
I entertain people. I want to make people laugh and I want to motivate them. If it comes in the way of fitness, so fucking be it. But I just looked today. I think I posted five times in April and we're halfway through the month. I'm on pace for posting just as many times as I always do. But you say that I'm slowing down. Also, remember, I got two Instagram pages now because my main page, the Robert Frank 615, is clearly broken. You know what I mean? It's it's getting half the engagement that it used to. I had to go private because Instagram told me to fucking go private. So now I'm private. I'm not getting the explore page views. I'm not getting the explore page likes. I'm not getting anything. So I started a Robert underscore Frank, which I try to be more active on as well. So I'm posting just as much as I always did. You say I'm slowing down. I'm really not. We're gonna well, we're gonna see what's gonna happen ultimately. But my um, my point is, it's all stemming from your your gym obsession and how you're not getting what you what you want with your with your look. Um, That's I, what's super frustrating because I know what I'm doing to myself and I know what I'm putting in my body and for nothing to to change. It's which fucking just frustrating. which is mind blowing. The fact that the only way to figure out what's actually going on on your inside is to go somewhere to get it checked and you don't want to do it. So no one gives a shit. I mean, realistically, I'm being serious here. If any one of us dies, who really is going to care? Our families and whatnot, and then, and then that's it. Life goes on, like I said. So, I mean, you need to care because if you don't care, nobody else is going to. So I suggest you do at some point try to figure out, maybe I should get my blood checked out and whatnot. And again, Best move to, I ever made. It has nothing to do with, like, you're going to find out you're dying. No, you're going to find out what the fuck's wrong, and then you get it fixed, and then you're able to get to the physical appearance that you want. Then you're back to being fucking gung-ho and wanting to do shit. Because I miss the fucking dancing in the kitchen. Dude, the dancing in the kitchen videos, I know what you're going to say, so don't even cut me off. The dancing in the video, the dancing in the kitchen video was one of the most popular videos after your rage videos that people loved. You don't do them anymore because of how you look. You're no, not no, happy. no, 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 you're no, gonna, correction. Uh, you're going to say it's because they get removed yep. because of the hate. And I'm going to say they get removed because of the fucking music in them, not because of the angry comments. No. And all the shit you post gets removed. So what's going to hurt you from posting it anyway? Music has nothing to do with when Instagram pulls a post and they say it says bullying in there. They don't, listen, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all these platforms, their algorithms don't understand context. If I say to you, Joey, if I say, Joey, you're such a fucking retard, bro. I'm not making fun of you calling you a retarded person or a handicapped person. But if Instagram's algorithm picks up me saying retarded, I'm bullying you. They're going to fucking All remove right, but it. All right, but it doesn't stop you from doing other videos. All of your stuff is bullying. You still do other videos that have all gotten removed. Your rage videos get removed. You still do rage videos. Your other videos you do, still get your skits. You've had skits removed. We still do skits. So you stop that altogether, though, because you're not happy with the way you look, which, again, from someone who's fat, thinks it's crazy. But I get it. If I looked like you and now I'm not hitting my actual goals I'm gonna be like fuck I need, I need to do something about it but you're not doing anything about it more drugs it's not that's not how cause what if the, what if that's not what if that's actually the trigger to make you not look good like maybe there's something going on where you need to be at 10% drugs I don't fucking know anything about drugs so I'm just saying <laughs> Augie Max with a $5 dono thanks for all the laughs bro so he that's, that's he knows that I'm on my way out man I'm, I'm about to be 6 feet under so he's thanking us for all the laughs let's get into your enough about me let's do a quick minute or two 
on where you're at right now. We got to get to the sports minute. We got to get to the baddie with a fatty. I promise this was not going to be a two hour podcast. So let's let's uh, find out how you're doing. Joe. My diet has actually been really good. As you see me here tonight, I don't have any shit in front of me. Before I came here, I had some chicken thighs. Um, I chicken had chicken thighs, thighs twice to today. Thighs. Chicken thighs with spinach. I had for lunch today. I had for dinner today. Aren't you? Didn't you say you were getting burnt out with the chicken thighs? I am, but I don't have a choice. I have to eat that shit. Like that's I cannot eat grilled chicken. It's fucking disgusting. I went last night late to the grocery store. I bought five two pound packs of chicken thighs. So I came home with ten pounds of chicken thighs, three top round steaks. So I meal prepped a little bit last night. Then I had the meals today. I'm doing good on my meals. And here is how I'm going to compare myself to you, Rob, because as one of us is going down the gutter, the other one is is about to shine, and that's me. No, I think I might even just do my own podcast too. While I'm at it. Fuck we've this. We've been saying this. Uh, well, hey, you you asked me about my diet. You don't have to be a hater. We, you're not, ready. You're ready in the ground. I, I don't. I don't want iTunes to remove this podcast. I'm not hating on you. So, uh, my diet has been doing really good. The problem is somehow. Some way, I went from always going to the gym and never dieting to now dieting and never going to the fucking gym. It's crazy. I think I've gone to the gym once in the last two weeks, and it was with you. Otherwise, I basically haven't been to the gym. Weighed myself before I came here. Drum roll, please. Do you have a drum roll sound effect? Because you're going to throw up when you hear this. I am three pounds shy. Of 250 pounds. You were 247? <laughs> 247 before I came here. That is the highest I've ever been in my entire life. I, last night, was like feeling like, I was like, dude, like I feel massive. Like I feel not only just massive, but like massively bloated. Dude, on Saturday, I think I walked like seven miles in New York City and my watch registered. I've been dieting, like I said. And so, unlike you, though, I'm not going to give up because you just even said, Joe, we've been hearing this for fucking five years. You're right. For six years now, I have been over 200 pounds. I even told my wife today, I opened up the drawer. I was like, there's Oreos in here. They're Game of Thrones Oreos. I said, are you eating these? I said, because if you're not, they're going right in the garbage because I don't even want them in this place. I don't, I don't need a tease. She's throw it in the, the garbage. same path as you in terms of dieting and, and really trying to get in shape. Summer's around the corner. Why do you guys even have shit in the house? I mean, I can't knock it because... Because normal people do that. Listen, I have shit in my house because my wife fucking eats Cheez-Its and fucking uh, Doritos and popcorn and, and all this fucking garbage shit. But... For some reason, somehow, some way, maybe because she's still fucking 23 years old or however old the fuck she is, she doesn't fucking put on yeah, weight. But my wife hasn't changed either because she only eats chicken. She does not eat any kind of other meats. She only eats chicken. She doesn't eat shit. She doesn't eat fast food. Like, I don't, I don't go to Wendy's and then bring her fucking Wendy's. She don't eat that shit. So she's been the same. So she can't eat fucking cookies. Is she in, like, the best shape of her life? Of course not. But she's not doing what I'm doing, which is every time I get on the scale, it's higher and higher and higher. But, but, but like Rob said, we thought that you guys were on this, you know... We thought nah, you were on the so, team so bag we, of donuts to, so to lose all of the weight. About a month ago, she started the gym with me. The first week, she went three times. The second week, she went two times, and then never again. 
She well, you gotta motivate shit. her to keep Dude, you motivated. To, you gotta, you guys gotta motivate each other. I to, say to, honestly, to get it done. fuck that. I don't, I don't need her to go to the gym. She but apparently, you need some sort of motivation because I, you're not disciplined enough to do it by yourself. You're right. So let your wife, if anything, be your workout. I partner. feel like that'd be the last person I want, only because clearly she's not motivated either. So what's the fucking point? That's what I'm saying. You guys have to be motivating factors for the, each other. Even if you don't work out together, you go together and hold each other accountable of being there. Yeah, but I have she zero, and she like even it. as far as sweets, dude, I have zero sweets. There is no junk food in my house. If I want to eat something like a snack, there's a granola bars, there's peanuts, there's almonds, but there is zero sugar in my house to be consumed. So it even discourages me from even wanting a snack because I know that there's nothing there. I'll pick up an apple or an orange or a banana, and that'll be my snack. So, yeah, just like you said, if there's bag of Oreos, man, get this shit out no the house. just said no sugar. He just named apple, banana, and orange. Yeah, but it's fruit. It's <laughs> natural. It's not artificial gotcha, sugar. Gotcha. It's not, you know, Oreo cream. It's not what's in this fucking bucket right here. Pody, you want to get the camera on me real quick? Look what we got here on the podcast. We still got all this. Uh, yeah, but that's from October, though. So No, we're... it's not. I bought this for a, a steel video. Uh, My point is, I'm I'm not doing I'm not I'm not doing the greatest. But hey, it's the last podcast. Who the fuck cares, right? Yeah. Listen, this is not going to be the last podcast. Yo, I, this I, is the last I, podcast. I'm saying mad racist shit right now. <laughs> fuck white people. I'm saying all the things. Let me know. Um, no, we're still going to again because of the conversation that I. Sometimes you have to hear it. From someone outside your crew. So what are no. you thinking we do with this podcast? Because no. this is all news to us. So no, no, no. I'm, and that's why I want to drop it on the podcast live. No bullshit. No script. No fucking nothing. Um, I'm listen. As long as I'm alive, next week we're gonna have another show. Following are we week, really? You clickbait, motherfucker. No, I'm not. Listen, listen. It, I started out by saying this was gonna be the last podcast, and then I backed it up with, however. I talked to Bradley Martin. I talked to this person. The Crowbar podcast kind of rejuvenated. Like sometimes, sometimes you need like that viral video every once in a while to, to show you still got it. You know what I mean? Like, and again, we know that th- these numbers, it's, it's clearly the platforms that are stopping creators from being creative. And BM, uh, Bradley, I call him BM for short, uh, he even said the same thing. For years, people have been making, have become millionaires from Instagram and Facebook, advertising their merchandise, advertising their shit, advertising their supplements, doing this, doing that. Hey, buy this, buy that. What did Instagram and Facebook get out of that for all these years that all of these mother and YouTube, all these motherfuckers have become millionaires? Bradley Martin's a millionaire. Um, Think of all these big YouTubers, all millionaires over the past uh, three years that we've been doing this. I've, uh, I'll keep it real. I've made almost a million dollars. Where is Instagram getting money from? Where is Facebook selling getting money your, from? Selling your information. That's well, how they get their money. That, but you know what? That's a good point. Here, here's but the thing, though. Here's the thing now. Now they want you to pay for everything. Ross Smith told me the same thing. Every single time that he posts, you see Ross Smith with 50 million views, 30 million views, this, that. He has to boost every post to get the engagement out there, to, to get the reach. He said, if you don't do that, inst- you're, no one's ever going to see your shit. 
So that's the way of the world now. Yes. In order to get views, you got to fucking pay and for And this it. is what this is what we've been talking about obviously and we've seen it happening and it's going to keep happening because it's basically Instagram is like watching the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl's on every night and those commercials pay big bucks. For fucking all the hundred million people that watch the Super Bowl to see those commercials, yeah. Instagram just wants a cut. They make money, obviously. They're billion. The company's worth billions and billions of dollars, but they just want a little sliver. So oh, yeah. now, a little piece. Now the views are held, and I told you, I as a person who spends a lot of time on there, go through everybody. I search names every day. I don't just go through my history. I'm typing in new fucking names. I'll type in the letter A tomorrow in the bathroom. And I'll just search through a whole bunch of people with the letter A just to check their views. So it's not going to stop. And you need to just evolve and find ways around it. But at the end of the day, I think that until you're happy in... And this is not to say you're just you're miserable, you're not very happy. Because I spent a lot of time with you and you're, you're a happy guy. But until you are, you become the perfectionist and you're super, super happy with reality, it's not going to show on the internet. And I think you need to get that reality part in check, which is going to start with your health. Because you're a gym nut. And you get your rocks off by going to the gym every day. You are... Hold on, Joe. I'm going to cut you short. You just said... the. The key words. I you just hit the nail on the head. What did I say? Rocks off. He's not getting his rocks off. He always. Ladies and gentlemen the of the program, we need to find Robert Frank six one five some new poon tang. I need some new booty, man, dude. Fuck I feel like he's got an expiration date with everything. Is it five years is his expiration date? <laughs> I really do. He needs a new Bruce job. Is like five years. Five now. She's getting Wait. too old for me. <laughs> but. If you don't, if you don't get your physical fitness in check soon, and you are by no means old, my grandpa, who uh, I'm going to see him on Easter. Your grandpa's a stud, dude. He's about 88 years old. Goes to the gym Sad. every single day, every single Teaches day. Teaches a dance class, dude. He does everything. So you ain't even half his age. So to say that you're done and out, you're never going to be able to look good anymore. You're injured. That's all bullshit. So get your shit fixed. Figure it out. And if you don't, then you're going to end up like fucking, unfortunately, like what's his face? Um, Ronnie Coleman, like who's supposedly starting to look a little bit better. But dude, like why? Why? All because you're stubborn? You need to get past that shit or you're going to find yourself really fucking miserable. Because I'll tell you what's going to end up happening. After your fucking physical fitness goes down the shitter and then your job, whatever the job is at the time, goes down the shitter. The third thing is going to be what breaks you. Suicide. And that's Nope, that's your relationship. That's oh. what's happened to everybody. <laughs> it just comes down the pipeline. I look like shit. You okay, uh, Pody? I see you standing up. All right. So you get your shit fixed before you find fucking even that goes down the shitter. Speaking of the Pody, yeah. did you know this traitor motherfucker is about to start a podcast helping somebody out soon? Who? Who's that? <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Damn. Are, are we, can, can we go over this, man? What is going on here? <laughs> Maybe on a sports minute, but yeah, I think I might go with him, too, because he doesn't want to go by himself oh. uh, because the individual has large animals in there, so needs a little bit of protection. But uh, maybe we'll talk off the air, but this guy is uh, looks like he's Pody Squared somewhere else now. Damn. Large animals. Uh, is it someone we know? Has, it is. Have they been a guest on our podcast? They have. Are, are, are you are you about to be Quadro, Guy <laughs> Sistanito's <laughs> fucking producer? What the fuck, bro? <laughs> this guy, he's got like inside information. He's like, 
I heard Glorious House of Gains is going out. I need to hop on the train on a new one. <laughs> listen, listen, um, listen. The Pody has done a fantastic job for us for 55, 56 fucking weeks. He can do whatever the fuck he wants to do. There, uh, Listen, one of these days, I'm telling you right now, the Pody is going to be on WFAN. We're going to hear his voice. It might start out as like a midnight shift from like the, the, the two to six shift in between uh, Geo and whatever yep. the fuck his name is. But Pody, Pody is going to be a radio personality. And I told him, never fucking forget your roots, bro. Never forget. <laughs> we trained you. Never forget Robert Frank 615. We prepared Ray you for the real world. Joey Bags. So anyway, our Sports Minute is brought to you by the Pody, the host of This Week in Sports. And uh, whatever you got for us, Pody, take it away. So I will neither confirm nor deny this information. <laughs> Damn, Pody. You were going to keep that a secret for me? Uh, okay. These pods ain't loyal. <laughs> With that being said, let's get to it. Sports Minute. A lot going on this week, and it feels like forever ago, but he's back on top. Never thought we'd see it again, but Tiger Woods is a champ once again. Been nearly 11 years since his last major victory, he got it done over the weekend at Augusta, one by one shot. So uh, he's now sitting at 15 majors overall, still trailing Jack Nicholas by three. See if he can get there in the near future. Uh, next up, well, a lot of basketball going on. We're started the NBA playoffs here. Steph Curry, he set the all time record for most three pointers in playoff history past Ray Allen. That was a Game 1 victory. Well, Game 2 didn't go so well. Boogie Cousins tore his quad, and then the Boogie, Clippers... Boogie Cousins? That's yeah, DeMarcus Cousins. That's oh, what he man. goes by, Boogie Cousins. Gotcha. Tore his quad, and then uh, the Clippers decided to overcome a 31-point deficit and got the win, largest comeback in Damn. NBA playoff history. Kind of glad that happened to him. It just evens the playing field, because I was watching one of their games, and it's literally five All-Stars. Oh, it's just yeah. like, you got to be shitting me. Yeah. So now they're down to four. I'm happy about that. Yeah, that's it, it should make it interesting, but they're just on cruise mode until they get to the finals, usually. Uh, the Nuggets, they are playing the Spurs. They even the series last night. They came back from down 19. Jamal Murray had 21 in the fourth quarter to help them to Damn. a victory. That series is now tied. And surprisingly enough, the Trailblazers are up 2-0 on the Thunder, who have... Russell Westbrook and Paul George. I don't know how that team can't seem to win a playoff series. Mind-boggling to me. The Nets and Sixers, that series is tied up. They play tomorrow in Brooklyn. The Raptors and Magic, they're tied up 1-1. The Celtics just won tonight, so they went up 2-0 on the Pacers. The Bucks just won tonight. They beat Detroit. They're up 2-0. And the Rockets are playing the Jazz right now. They're up one game to nothing in that series. The NFL schedule just came out a couple of hours ago, so whatever team you're a fan of, you might want to check that schedule. There's a bunch of marquee matchups. I know the Patriots play the Steelers on Sunday night football in week one, so that should be fun. Uh, A lot of good matchups there. And Russell Wilson, he's now the highest paid player in the NFL. He signed a four-year $140 million extension. Um, the P- Patriots, speaking of them, they signed Demarius Thomas, wide receiver. Yankees, got to talk about my Yankees for a quick second. They just swept Boston tonight, quick two-game series. They won 8-0 last night. Brett Gardner hit the grand slam, down 3-1. Yankees won that 5-3. to 
And sorry, Mets fans, but Steven Matz, did anyone watch that last night? Yeah, he Eight runs in the zero. first inning. Only five pitchers have ever done that without recording a single <laughs> out in history. <laughs> so uh, Typical Mets. Typical Mets, yeah. But they're like, what, 10 and 9? 11 and 9? They're I hanging think, in there. I, I think they're 10 and 8 or something. Something like that. Ask I think me they got to win four today. months. With their yeah, record exactly. Is. And... Last but not least, I'm not a big hockey guy, but anybody paying attention to the NHL playoffs? Yes. The Tampa Bay Lightning, ladies and gentlemen, they tied a record, an NHL record, for most wins ever in a season. 62 wins, number one seed. They just got swept last night. I I can't. That's ridiculous. They actually put a tweet out about it. Yeah. They apologized to everybody. I mean, I would fire everyone. How does that happen? So uh, the the New York Islanders, they actually, they swept the Pittsburgh Penguins, so they're on to the next round, so congrats to them. Uh, that's, I guess that's it, yeah. I'll be watching the Nets tomorrow night. Hopefully somebody uh, has a contract hit out on Joel Embiid. I'm hoping someone takes, takes that smug look right off his face and knocks him <laughs> out, maybe break his arm or leg or something. Damn. Because uh, what he did the other night was egregious, and I think he the should elbow. have been ejected. The elbow to the face, and then he laughed about it post game, and then laughed about it again today. I know the Nets players are none too happy about that. So what do you ready. expect? He's from Philadelphia, right? Yeah, exactly. I expect nothing less. Typical Philly. You will never find of a course. wretched hive of scum and villainy. Philadelphia. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, Pony, Not thank really. you so much. Uh, no for that sports minute and uh, Ray Worldwide, I know you were. Uh, I know you've been on vacation, and I know your DMs have been flooded. I actually saw that I got a couple of nominations, but nothing really to write home about uh, in your absence. But Batty with a Fatty, do you have one this week? I do. Okay, so let's set this up properly, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. The moment you've all been waiting for, Ray Vegas's. Batty with a fatty of the week. Uh, uh, yeah, girl. Yeah. You know you like it right there. Take that Japanese 12 to 6. Yeah. So this week's winner is Daria Thom. D-A-R. Dude, I feel like we already nominated her. Did we? Daria? Is that is that someone we already? I, I remember. I hope it's someone get the chart out. Someone get the chart out. The Where, where's our bro with the grid? Damn it! I feel like that name definitely has been read. But who is she? Daria? Who? All right, is D A R I A T H O M. Once again, D A R I A T H O M. Daria Thom. No, you know what? I think this is a new one. But holy. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. This She's might cute. be the hottest baddie She's ever. Cute. Yeah. Well, good, since it's our last podcast. It better be. <laughs> Bro. Can I take a look? Holy shit. I don't shit. have my phone. I'm trying to find the chart Gross. right now. Hey, I found, the, I found the Ray Vegas baddie with a fatty. Uh, Daria, let's see. There I don't know no if the live baddie. stream can see that. It's a little blurry, I think. But holy fuck. No, we did a Delia Valles week ten. Um, Jesus Christ, Rob, uh, we're in the clear here. We did not choose okay. uh, this individual. I yeah. think Daria might have just gave Rob the pep that he needed to continue the podcast. <laughs> Dar- all, all I know is Daria. I got a handful of Vaseline waiting for you later, baby. 
So I will be on your page. Uh, please uh, check us out at uh, or reach out to one of the. I'm all flustered now. God damn, I got a boner. Uh, so anyway, anyway, um, a couple quick super chats. Okay, let me let me get to the super chats here. But Daria, you have 48 hours from the time this podcast airs to reach out to one of the bros, um, preferably me. And uh, claim your prize of a female racerback tank, Batty with a fatty, available only at robertfrank615.com. And I'll give you whatever else you want. <laughs> bros in the live chat, what y'all think about this uh, Batty of the week? Yeah, ba- or, yeah, bros in the live chat, we need your feedback. This this is definitely the best Get, Batty Spell of the all name time. one last time for me. Daria, D-A-R-I-A-T-H-O-M. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Daria Thomas. Yes. What are your thoughts? Uh, This comes from D. Almeida. What are your thoughts, predictions in the future with social media ruining relationships via temptations of Tinder, IG, etc.? Seems like this ruins lives. It started Uh, back in the day with MySpace. I mean, uh, yes. Listen, uh, social media will always be, forever will be, and forever, ever, ever will be a relationship killer. Because of chicks like Daria Thomas. I'm going to slide in her DM, and I am going to try to fuck her. She is 20 years old. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I Good know my Lord. wife is probably upstairs. Dude, these pictures that I'm looking at her. On, yeah. Like, look at this thing. Yeah, I've seen it. That's why she's I just fatty. fumbled my phone. She may be the hottest chick I've ever seen in my life. She's very pretty. Um, so anyway, uh, yes, definitely 1 million percent social media is, uh, is, it's a relationship killer because the temptation is out there and all it takes is a a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, to be in a little bit of a spat, a little bit of an argument, maybe not getting along. Maybe the affection's not there. Maybe they've been together for too long and they're just now getting along. And then someone's browsing on Instagram like, oh, damn, let me slide in this chick's DM. Fucking say what's up. And it happens to be the girl's type. She answers the DM. It starts out with a little couple friendly back and forth. Before you know it, he's taking her to pound town. And, you know, eventually someone somewhere is going to get caught. You sound yes. like you have experience in this field. 100%. So, <laughs> uh, but yes, social media is definitely a relationship killer and always will be. Matthew Nazario, $5 dono. Thank you so much, Matthew. Um, since we never got our relationship segment question yet, question for everyone at the table. Do y'all, uh, do y'all think a guy's job determines if a girl likes him? <sighs> um, wow. Uh, well, I will say this, it will help you if you have a job, um, depending on what you do, as long as you're able to provide for yourself, you're not, you know, uh, you know, making minimum wage somewhere, but definitely I think the higher status you are, the more money you make, the hotter chicks you can get. Um, it's just, that's the way it goes. For some reason with me, whether I was making $50,000, $60,000 a year, or I was making $350,000 a year, I still got the same bitch upstairs. She ain't going away. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to disagree. Go ahead. The original question, can you just repeat it one more time? Yes. The original question is, do you think that a guy's job determines if a girl likes him. All right, so when you say if a girl likes you or not, I'm just I don't know what that means initially, but I can tell you that off the bat in order for you to get a girl, they don't even need to know your job whatsoever. You're meeting a girl based on 
your physical appearance, you have a conversation, they like how you talk, you're funny, you have nice eyes, blah, blah, blah. And that's how you originally get a girl to like you, so to speak. So I'm going to say nothing with a job because, uh, Rob, you've banged however many girls. Do they know your, like, profession before you bang them? Like, every one of them? Mm. I mean, you go to a bar, you pick up a chick, you bang her, whatever, like... She has no idea where you work. She doesn't even know where you live. And then the next day, maybe, now she wants to go on a date or something. Now you get more involved. I told this chick on Saturday night before I banged her that I, <laughs> she asked me what I did. I said I was a YouTuber just because <laughs> I just needed to say something. She said, oh, okay, cool. I mean, I have friends who used to say, like, all sorts of shit. I'm a doctor. Uh, I sell doors door to door. Like, the dumbest shit. It doesn't even matter. And... You get a girl, no problem. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's I don't. After you meet it, it it's or, are you going to keep them? Or if a girl knows you, it definitely helps. It, if, it, if you're trying to lock them in, uh, so that's why I'm asking for an understanding on what does it mean to like for them to like you. If you mean get into a relationship, I'm going to say they care about your job, not because of the money aspect, but if you don't have a job, it's going to look like you're a lazy sack of shit, and no girl wants to be with that. Well, she wants I, I also feels guy. like feel like women are security. Base creatures, women like security. Yeah, so the a fact good of having a fact of having a man, regardless, we've all seen the guys who aren't the most attractive guys, but they got deep pockets, man. And yeah. guys with the deep pockets pull the baddest biddies. Yeah. Now, the only downfall about that is just because you pull the bad biddy doesn't mean that she's a, she's a good one. Yeah, you know she's after you for, yeah, for she your money. Goes so out to the bar, a girls not quote unquote girls night out. She sees a guy that's jacked and juicy. She's giving up the booty, you know she, what I'm saying? She sees one of us out. Well, not this Joe. Joe <laughs> six years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. On the, Dude, do you know how many times, I can't even tell you how many times I've been out with the bros and seen a group of girls, and they've come up to us. And again, this is pre-being a fat shit, but... They, they all, I mean, we would go on vacations where we, we, there was an actual vacation we used to go on where the same group of women who were all married used to go on vacation together. And we would meet them every year, not to bang them, but these, we met them at a bar and we found out that every year they go on vacation and they were there the same year we used to go. And these chicks just cheat on their husbands. Like the rich housewives that they all went to a specific place and then from that place they went to Vegas. So they did like this back-to-back vacation trip where they started their weekend off in a specific location. The reason I'm not mentioning it is so I don't get busted. Yeah. And then it goes from there to Vegas. Yep. And uh, these chicks would do it every year. So like Ray's saying, you might be able to get them, but that don't mean you're going to keep them. The job definitely matters um, but again, in 2019, you also have a lot of women who are like can handle themselves. They make enough money where they can handle it, so they don't even give a shit. Uh, you know that they need the support. They might just be independent, so they want a guy who's just not a bum. Because at the end of the day, there are guys who are plumbers, which you might think that's a nasty fucking job. Blah blah. They make way more money than your office manager, your account managers, your fucking this, that, and the other thing, because yeah. those types of jobs have been booming. So you're, it's not about the type of job that it's you a have, job. pun intended, but it's more of are you just, are, do you have motivation? Do you have a job? Are you trying to make something of yourself? Not so much the type of job. 
From one Joe to another, Joe Avalos with a super chat, 777. I don't think we've ever seen that number before, but thank you, Joe. He says, I got my little brother, JJ, hooked onto your podcast, and now he's motivated at the gym to get jacked and juicy as fuck. So big thanks to you and the boys. See, that's the thing. Everybody loves the fucking podcast. They give it a shot. They give it a chance. They love it because... We're your, we're we're like your own group of friends. Like I yeah. bet you, there's a bunch of guys out there that have the same fucking group of friends that they've been friends with for five, ten, fifteen, twenty years, and they all all just shoot the shit. So, uh, yeah, thank you so much, uh, Joe, and uh, shout out to your brother JJ, and keep making those motherfucking gains. Real quick, when I walked into the gym tonight, um, anytime that I go early, it's just it's unbelievable there in terms of being a oasis. But it was again. These four kids, and I, when I say kids, they're probably in their teens, like late, maybe 16, 17, 18, 19, something like that. I doubt any one of them were 20. They fucking ran up to me with the biggest fucking smile on their face. They followed me into the bathroom and was like, hey, kid, can we get a picture? And I'm like, yeah, let me just get my shit together. I had to take a piss. I had to put my headphones on. I wanted to wash my hands. They just fucking sat there on the fucking bench, like waiting for me to like get done with everything. It was, it was a little weird, but shout out to them, man. Shout out to that gym and shout out to everybody out there who, uh, how is it weird still? You know, you're a circus animal. I, I'm a circus animal, but it's weird <laughs> when like, I got people waiting for me to like wash my hands and shit, like all like pacing back and forth. Like, Oh shit. I think this can, this would, all be solved if you could just get your shit together physically. I know, I, I really and I think, do. I think all that would go away because you are used to it by now. You know why they're doing it. I just think you're like telling yourself like they're gonna say hi to me and they're gonna be like, "I thought you'd be bigger," or fucking this or that, some fucked up stuff uh, in your head. Yeah, I'm over that now. I, I know people expect me to be bigger, but all right. So uh, I don't think we're we're all the super chats are completed. We went over the uh, diet segment. We did the sportsman. We did the batty with the fatty, uh, and we talked for quite a long time. So let's wrap up this show. This has been episode 56 of the Glorious House of Gains podcast for Ray Worldwide, aka Ray Vegas, yes, for sir. Joey Bag of Donuts, and the Pody, and everybody that hung out in the live stream, the mods. All the bros and broettes, because I see Jeanette, Loreen, I see you guys in there. Um, this is Robert Frank, signing out. Happy Easter. Slow is the goal. Size is the prize. It's game to clock, motherfucker. Let's go.